Welcome to Surrogacy Talk with me, your fabulous host and family building expert, Frank Golden. I'll be talking about surrogacy, IVF, and making babies. Welcome back, everyone. This is Frank Golden, um, and today we actually have a special guest in the studio with us, um, our most recent hire, Juan Ruiz, my new executive assistant. Good morning, Juan. Good morning, Frank. <laughs> so we will, um, I'm going to have you kind of give a brief intro about yourself in just a second. And um, we also have the wonderful, as always, Erica Daybook with us. Hi, everyone. <laughs> So um, just so everyone knows, um, Laura Croman is still with us. She was actually recently promoted um, to a senior surrogate coordinator. So we're very excited that we're building our talent bench and we needed to hire a new assistant. And Juan has been with us for about two weeks now and he's done a great job so far. <laughs> um, and um, Juan, if you could just, you know, kind of give our um, listeners a little bit of a synopsis about your background. Sure. Um, well, I went to school to become an English teacher, so I have a background in English education, uh, pretty much eight through high school. Previous to this, I was a manager of about over 150 people, and I ran with the customer service department and just made sure that all the day-to-day -day responsibilities were done. That is wonderful. Um, and so you kind of touched based on the fact that you managed many different people throughout your career, um, both in quantity and diversity, which is really great. And so that kind of brings me to what this podcast segment is about. Um, and really, I think what we're going to call it, and it, it might be a working title here, but bringing service back to the industry or bringing service to surrogacy in general. So when we are looking to expand our team, we're looking for individuals that are service focused, that have experience in providing customer service, that know how to treat people, that give that warm and fuzzy. And uh, Juan's giving me this look here in the studio. But essentially, Juan is um, himself a diversity candidate, one member of the LGBT community and bilingual right you speak Spanish yes sir right so um, to have someone like Juan on the team um, is just amazing and so kind of diving in here um, you know bringing service back to surrogacy and, and what does that mean so myself I, I came from a retail management um, background and so when I started Golden Surrogacy I really wanted to create an experience by which we were removing the sterile environment that I think has existed so long in the surrogacy industry. You know, if you look at um, fertility clinics, it's very sterile, it's very medical, and I think many of the surrogacy agencies that existed uh, and still do exist are, they model that behavior, um, which is great to have that sense of professionalism, but we are in an industry where we are embarking on a journey with people and helping them do something that is so intimate and so emotional that you really have to have a sense of people skills and how to take care of them and how to foster relationships. And so um, just very on the to on, you know, topical here, one of the most basic things is return phone calls, return emails, treat every communication that you um, receive from your potential clients, current clients, potential surrogates, and current surrogates with a sense of urgency. It's one of the most important things when people reach out to you. And I think we learned that, right, working in the industry that we came from. When someone reaches out to you, that's your first point of contact with them. Impress them. Take care of them. Make them feel like they're valued. 
right, Erica? Erica's like in heavy thought agreeing with me. (laughs) Definitely. I also come from a background of um, customer service in the restaurant industry. Um, So thinking on your feet also and giving those quick responses in an appropriate way is obviously really important (laughs) um, for this industry uh, in particular. And, you know, one of the things I always talk um, with clients about, too, is that many of the surrogacy agencies that exist are, you know, they were founded by previous surrogates who might have saved up some of their base compensation and decided to go into business, which, and, and I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, but maybe they didn't have a specific you know, concentration in business or how to start a business or how to do marketing or, you know, those people's skills that are necessary to take care of clients, right? And really cultivate your business and grow it the right way. Um, And then you have another segment of of surrogacy agency owners that are attorneys. And let's just be honest, attorneys are not the most people-friendly people that exist out there in the world. They have to look at everything in kind of a black and white setting and does this coincide with the law and things like that. So, you really you reaching out to um, a majority population of surrogacy agencies that do not have customer service focus to their to their business model, if that makes sense, right, Juan? A hundred percent, yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, you know, one of the things that I brought over from retail was the sundown rule, where if we had an employee or a customer that had an issue we would try to respond to it and have it resolved by the end of the day, by sundown. Okay, by the time you walk out of the building, it's resolved and taken care of, or at least you've followed up and had a follow-up communication, and there's a plan in place. And so bringing that into the surrogacy agency setting is so critically important because surrogates and intended parents, they have, you know, like I said in the beginning of the segment, we're dealing with something that's so intimate and so emotional that when they're sitting on the other end of the phone and they're they're waiting for a response to know did an embryo transfer get scheduled is my surrogate attending her appointments how's everything going or even in the preliminary stages when intended parents are waiting for a match are we following up with them in a timely manner are we letting them know what the status of their potential match is if they have a question about maybe something they noticed on an escrow statement are we following up are we treating the financial um, aspects of their journey with importance as well so Um, applying that and bringing that over to the surrogacy industry side of things has just been critically important. And I feel like that's another key component that's missing. And then just an overall sense of caring. When people call us, and I know we have a million things to do throughout the day. Juan, you can attest to the fact, I mean, what does my email look like? It's it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous, right? So we have a million and one things that we're doing at any one given time. And I know that it's hard to balance and have um, proper time management skills. I get that. But when an intended parent reaches out or a surrogate, we need to treat them like they matter, like they really do care. And every case is unique. And I know that many agencies have many multiples of cases going on at, at any one given time. And if someone calls, it might even be difficult to remember who they are, what's going on in their specific case. You know, one of the things that we've done is we've invested in um, very specific customer relations management software that helps us with that. And it's important that when we're onboarding surrogates and intended parents, that we remember a few key specific things about them that make them unique. So that maybe if we do have a problem with time management, we can't remember every little detail that we know a few things about that client or that surrogate that makes them unique, that we can connect with them on that topic when they give us a call to really hold their hand, make them feel supported, make them feel like 
they actually matter to us. They care. And and so these are some of the key fundamental things that we do here at Golden Surrogacy. Aside from the fact that I was an intended parent myself, I've been on the side of the spectrum where you're waiting for a response, and if you don't hear back you know, instantaneously, then you are, oh my goodness, what's going on? Um, I get that, you know, and that's, that's how I run Golden Surrogacy. Do you have anything to add? I see you shaking your head, Erica. I have so much to say. <laughs> um, going back to our CRM in the, the back end of our website and how much care is put into that. As the communication specialist, I look into those uh, profiles and just see where we're at and like to keep up to date with everything um, and make sure that I'm staying aware of all the um, cases. And you can just see in there notes from the surrogate coordinators that are so detailed to the point of surrogate X really likes to talk about this and kind of likes to ease into conversation. And then she wants to talk about more, you know, serious stuff like deadlines or whatever. And those notes are in there so that if they're not there to answer the call, we can gauge their personalities right away and, and respond accordingly. So Frank's really trained the surrogate coordinators to be very emotionally involved with the surrogates and to treat this as a, as an emotional journey. Um, cause it is for everyone. So Erica's correct when, um, you know, the surrogate coordinators, the role of a surrogate coordinator cannot be overstated at all. And our surrogate coordinators, they go into our CRM and they put very detailed notes in there, mm-hmm. um, paragraph detailed notes. And, and you're right. It's helpful for you. You get to go in there and oh, yeah. see, you know. And, and see, like, how to communicate with this person. And again, we are a small, very, I like to say, nice little cozy office. Um, and if someone does call and someone's out for lunch or there's an issue that is urgent, again, with those being immediate to respond to things, we want to make sure that all of us can respond to any given situation at any given time. So having those notes in there, again, to the point where their personality is kind of outlined is incredibly helpful and is one of the reasons why I enjoy working here. Um, it's not a numbers game. It's just, just really, really cool um, emotional connections with all of our clients and watching their families grow and the baby bumps grow and... It's just been um, it's been really cool. So, yeah, hiring um, customer service folk like Juan um, has been awesome. And um, when you're in retail and somebody's having a bad day, a customer, and they can't find their size or their meal, in my experience in the restaurant industry, their meal's two seconds later than it should have been, it is like the biggest deal in the world. And you have to act like it's the biggest deal in the world to make them feel better and then come up with a solution. In this situation, when we're dealing with like human life and um, this really amazing, intense emotional journey, it is a really huge deal. And all of us here um, are personally connected to, I think, surrogacy in whatever way it is, whether it be personal family history or Juan is a member of the LGBTQ community himself. Um, we actually feel that urgency. Um, it, it's part of the retail component. Like, you know, we, we get that. We get the customer service. But also because we care. So the two uh, together should really make our team even more dynamic than it has been. And I'm excited to see where it goes, Frank. I'm no, I'm super excited about it. And I think, um, you know, my just listening to you talk about that is I would hope in the future that more surrogacy agencies take a look at their staffing. And, you know, it's great to hire someone with a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. All of our staff has a degree, but I think you really need to look at what they have done in their previous work life history um, because it's very important that they have service somewhere in the background there, right? Just because someone has a degree in, uh, 
you know, biology or some, I've, I've seen people working at agencies with just very random, de- you know, degrees, but you cannot teach service, right? You want to speak about that? I mean, Juan, you've trained many employees, right? You can't teach good customer service. Yeah, absolutely. I was responsible for basically overall the customer experience and with the company that we were before, that was a number one priority. That's what set us apart from all of our competitors. So being customer focused was huge for us. If a customer came and complained to me, we would have a survey and then the director of the store would actually, the first thing he would do in the morning would be like, how many customer complaints, how many customer compliments? That was his priority, so I made that my priority. It was because at the end of the day, without customers, we were not a company. They were the ones that paid our paycheck, they're the ones that were loyal, they were the ones that we wanted to make it an overall amazing experience because anyone could have the product that we carried. The product wasn't really what made us fantastic, it was the experience of going into the store and making sure that they wanted to come back and that they loved what we had to offer. Exactly. And you know, one two words that I always use to sum that that point up is being customer centric and that speaks volumes to being in what customer centric really means. Um so for everyone out there listening, surrogates intended parents, you know, when you're vetting a surrogacy agency, you really want to look at an agency that is being ran by or has management that takes into consideration what their team looks like, their talent bench, their business structure. Do they actually understand business acumen? Do they have a CRM that helps manage all the, the clients and surrogates, or are they just using a pen and pad? Um, because trust me, you don't want all of your private HIPAA-compliant type of items just laying out there on someone's desk written on a notepad. You don't want all of your private, intimate details of your surrogacy journey just written in someone's calendar. You want all of that locked down on secure servers in a CRM, being managed by people that understand the sensitivity of all of that information that understand business acumen, that understand customer service. And so when you're vetting, you know, take a look at um, LinkedIn profiles, take a look at the staff, um, Google search the staff. Um, I would say take a look at all of that. Um, It's very, very important. And Juan over here is saying, oh, no, don't do that. Um, but, um, But I think it's so, I think it really is so important. I mean, what do you think? Oh, my gosh, your team is your business. And especially in an industry like this, one bad seed could make enough people feel uncomfortable in this situation that it could be a, the experience could go really wrong. And so what Juan was saying is his job to keep people coming back. Well, in this business, we're working with a customer for a year and a half. So it's not about keeping them coming back. They have to come back. We want to make sure that they're happy coming back and, and calling us throughout each milestone and, and being updated. And, and we're taking extra care to remember where they're at in their journey. Um, so it's it's about keeping the customers happy for the entire course of their journey and then beyond when we stay in touch with and Yeah, and, clients. you know, part of keeping, um, you know, clients happy and then, you know, it, on the medical side of it, um, the reproductive endocrinologists and clinic staff, they refer to our clients as patients. And so we're, we're speaking about patients and clients and surrogates. And what I would say is be honest about matching timelines, right? That's That also goes to the core of providing good service. I wouldn't tell a client I could find them a surrogate within two months if I know it's really going to take six to eight months just to get their business and then lock them in and then pull kind of the switcheroo on them. I really think that it's important that agencies should be very honest about the timeline 
to match a client with a surrogate and what all the different components are. Why does it take six to eight months? And I feel like if you're honest with your clients about matching timeline, regardless of, you know, everyone wants to be matched as soon as possible. But if you ex- if you just go out of your way to explain the fact that you really don't want to be matched in two months or two weeks, you want that process to play out and you want that surrogate to be vetted properly and you explain all of those details, you are creating an environment in which the service will be so much better for that client. They won't they won't be disappointed when you don't match them instantly. They will feel a sense of integrity and trust between you and them. And I think that really speaks to the core of building that relations, relationship with your clients. Definitely. And, you know, you should – something I think that's really important that I've noticed here is um, not feeling rushed. So as an intended parent or as a surrogate, you have questions and concerns – you should never feel like you're being rushed off the phone. The other day, Frank was on a, uh, I believe it was a consultation. Or yeah, it was. It, it was, was a consultation call. Usually those last about a half hour, um, but that's not because we set, set it that way. Um, Frank purposely sets his appointments very far apart in case, like what happened this week, it, the call went on for a really long time. Poor Juan was so sweet. He's waiting to go for lunch until the call was over. Um, it was like over an hour, right, the system, you need <laughs> to but I need to go to lunch. But as a team, and Frank was in his office conducting the call, we were talking about how great it is that he is taking that time. So clearly this intended parent needed reassurance. They needed a lot of questions answered. It, we totally get it. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of emotional uh, commitment. And Frank was just on the phone with him for as long as um, he needed. And I think that's really important to not be a 30-minute block. And sorry, I got to get to my 1 o'clock. Sorry, I got to get to my one thirty. <laughs> right. It's just not... Um, Right, no, we not the way we 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 run things. Excuse me. Right, no, absolutely. We spread out the consultations just for that purpose, so that everyone gets all of their due time that they need, and everyone is special, and everyone is important to us. And I, and I, quite honestly, I'm not going to treat people like they're just a number. I've been through the process. It is intimate. It is emotional. I know that when I go to a store or I spend money with any sort of company, whether it be on cosmetics or whatever I like to buy, and we won't go into all that. Frank's facial I, creams. My facial creams. <laughs> I want a service, and, and I want to be taken care of. Even if it's just something I've ordered online, I look at the way the box presents itself when it shows up. Did FedEx damage it? Did And then what does the actual packaging look like? You know, I want the whole experience with that item. And I feel like when people call a surrogacy agency to embark on the most important thing that they will ever do in their life, they deserve to have stellar service. And so just going back to my original um, point here, that the podcast, this podcast is about bringing service back to surrogacy and to the industry. It's just vitally important. So for everyone out there listening, take the time to vet the agency. If you need to do multiple consultation calls with them, do it. Um, judge them based on you know their, their staff lineup. How quickly do they respond to your emails and to your phone calls? Because that's so important. If it takes them two to three days to get back to you, just to get a consultation scheduled, just think of how it will be like pulling teeth when you engage with them and pay them money, and then you have questions halfway throughout your journey. It will not be a bit a very pleasant experience. So um, with that said, Golden Surrogacy, you know, we go above and beyond for our clients every single time um, because we're bringing staff on board that understand service, that understand how to take care of people in general, which is just so important. And then layer that with the fact that I've been an intended parent, and I know how critically important all of these things are. Um, 
and with that said, I don't have anything else. I think we've really touched base on and and beaten it as much as we can service how so critically important it is. And you're going to say something. You're getting ready to say something? No. I was going to say, we're <laughs> really excited to have um, Juan on board. He's doing a great job so far. He's definitely uh, an overachiever. And, and he's like, I don't have any experience with surrogacy. How am I going to? He's learning so fast, and me and Frank were laughing earlier. Not many people do have experience with working for surrogacy agencies unless you end up working for one. And if you have a good enough boss and someone that's willing to really guide you through, you will learn really fast and and quickly become um, an expert. And Juan's already um, that just doing. He is. Really, he's doing really a well. great job, and, and he's so well dressed. He oh, is just, so well. He's like he, trying to one up me all the time. He's showing us up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a shame. So thank you, Juan. And to your point. There are no specific degrees or majors right. to, to specialize in surrogacy anyway. management. Not yet anyway. Right. And I feel like the industry is such that there should be minors or even majors in this field. But that'll be a whole other topic. And we'll bring in some professors and we'll talk about the right. whole micro and macro economics of that. Um, but with that said, I, you know, all of you out there that like our podcast and you share our podcast and our blogs and you follow us on social media, um, thank you so much. You're sharing our content and it really means a lot to me personally that you t you're taking the time to listen to me um, and read all of our content. I know all of you out there are busy and you're trying to gather as much information as you can about surrogacy and so it means a lot that we're becoming a source. It really does. Definitely. And you know, our whole goal... Um, with these podcasts and the blogs is to inform, but also to spread our mission that everyone deserves a family. It's what the company's founded on um, and really what we practice every day. Um, and so, you know, when you listen or when you read, you're definitely contributing to that mission. Um, and we thank you for that. It really does mean a lot. Yes. And with that said, um, please, if you have not in um, the past already, um, you'll be able to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Golden Surrogacy is our handle. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this podcast segment. This is Frank Golden reminding you that everyone deserves a family.